Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, you made it to Fat Mascara, the best of. Thank you for coming. You're here, I presume, because you want to hear about Glossier, Emily Weiss. By the way, you're Jessica Matlin. I thought they know. I'm Jennifer Sullivan. The, oh, okay. Hi. <laughs> Maybe they just saw Emily Weiss's names. Like, I want to inter- okay, interview. Okay. Who are these ladies? Okay. I am Jessica Matlin. I'm pointing to you. I am Jennifer Sullivan. Okay. Yes, but proper introduction. Let's get to the real story here. We're doing these best ofs because we've done so many episodes that we feel like we need to just kind of remind people, or not remind, we're going to edit, we're going to curate the best of, so you don't have to like go into the back catalog if you just want to get familiar. The Emily Weiss episode is epic, and it's also one of our tippy-top rated episodes. Let's set the stage, which we never did before, and you just give some color to this episode. We wanted to have Emily on the show. It was weirdly quite easy to arrange. These were different times. They were simpler times. It was March. The times, to be to be fair, yes, March 2017. This is what like a time. Yeah, this is like six years ago. Oh my God. Yeah, January at Marie Claire. I was at Teen Vogue where Everyone was obsessed with Glossier. Like, I cannot express. It was, like, weird. Not weird, like, in a bad way, but it was, like, Glossier was, like, Ra-Ra-Sis Boomba, the creative director of, the, of Teen Vogue, is now the creative director of Glossier. So it was, like, 
living, breathing, breathing glossy at work. And now we're going to interview her at Fat Mascara. I left work early, met Jen at our podcast studio. We were actually with it's like four studios ago. Four studios ago. We recorded. We were actually um, partnering with Embassy Row, which was our company back then, like who did our podcast. And Embassy Row, Bravo Obsessives, you guys are going to love this. If Embassy Row sounds familiar, they do Watch What Happens Live. So we recorded in the building that Watch What Happens Live was recorded in. And that's actually where Andy Cohen has his personal, you know, dressing room for it. Oh, yeah. We were down the hall. Down the hall. dressing room and the mini studio. Small studio. You'd be surprised. Sometimes we'd see Andy and his dog. Very exciting. And we recorded this episode with Emily in the president of Embassy Row's actual office. Oh, yeah. Do you remember his big office? Why did we get to go to the big boss's office? It wasn't our little closet studio we usually use. No, I think it was like because, I don't know actually why. I think it was because like the studio had bad sound. And we wanted like an and we were like we can't mess this up. It's Emily Weiss. Let's bring no, but her we over did it. Like we did nice- it for a few people. We did it for Charlotte Tilbury. Yeah. you're right. We must have known that. Like we did it for Jamie Kern. Okay, it cosmetics. Obviously, the best of FM episodes. We knew someday that these episodes would be legendary, and we needed the best of the best to record them. It was a cool yeah, office. I do remember. But anyway, it was. So there we are, and I remember it was cold. I remember we got settled for Emily, and it was definitely like big deal. She's coming, she's coming, she's coming. And then she texted, I think she texted or emailed to say she was there. And I went downstairs to go get her, and I actually didn't even realize it was her because she was just very, I don't know what I thought she would look like because I'd seen her before. She used to be like an editor, intern, you know, like she used to be a magazine person. But she was so petite, and she was just wearing, like, her winter clothes. Well, she was on also that reality show. So, like, I pictured still, like, the teenager from—I don't even remember the name of the reality show. But she was so, like, little and petite, and she just had this, like, winter jacket. And I, I thought that she was, like, a, like someone else. The intern. <laughs> no, I, I, didn't know, I didn't realize it was her. And I was like, oh, my God, come up. But it was so, like, casual. She had no entourage. She had no PR. She had nothing— Jen, we've had how many people sometimes come with like roll deep, deep. We've had people roll real deep PR for a podcast. Yeah, with like their whole little entourage that needs to sit outside the studio listening in, and she was very chill. Yeah, but it was six six years ago. I was like, I wasn't married. I didn't even know my husband. I was in another relationship completely. Mm-hmm. So was she, for that matter. Mm-hmm. She's since gotten divorced, remarried, had a baby. Launched a line, dropped a line. Everybody remembers Glossier Play. Well, today, she's no longer the CEO of Glossier, which she was back then. She stepped down in 2022. She remains on the board today. I think it's timely that we're having her on now because the the brand is going through, you know, this summer it's been going through a little bit of a reinterpretation, opening new stores, going back into color cosmetics a little bit more than it had with Glossier Play in a different way. So that's interesting. And I'm not sure, I don't even know if they care over at Glossier headquarters, But we care. Marissa Meltzer's book is coming out September 12th. She did a tell-all book about Glossier that I'll just hint, hint, tell you, you are going to hear more about on the show. So I wanted to make sure, as we do these Best of FMs, that we got in this Emily Weiss podcast now. It may have even played into some of the research Marissa did in her forthcoming book. So now you can hear it in uh, in its full length. So this is a Best of FM with Emily Weiss. So take it away. 
six year younger Jess and Jen. Emily, thank you so much for coming. We are so happy, and I know our listeners are, to have you in the studio. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Let's start by talking about Into the Gloss, which launched in, 20, in 2010, right? Yep. So when did you think, I have to do this? Like, why did you start the site? Well, I guess it would have been called, like, a blog at mm-hmm. that time, which is really funny to think. Um, when did you think, like, you know, there's a sense of urgency about this? Sure. Um, so... I remember sitting on a beach, uh, like with my family in 2010, it was August, or maybe late July, and I was working at Vogue at the time. I was a fashion assistant, so I was like 25, like, you know, schlepping racks of clothes. Um, and I love beauty products. Like I was, I just have always loved beauty products. And I was sitting on this beach and I just looked up and I was like, I think I'm going to start a beauty blog. And my whole family was like, what? Like, why? <laughs> like, don't, like, wh- what? Like, blogs are, like, silly. Like, why would you do that? And I was like, well, that's the whole thing. Like, blogs, you know, like, sometimes are, like, not so well done or, you know, like, um, it's maybe just more of a personal, you know, opinion and it's all about the person who's doing it. And I was like, I kind of want to, like, create a new conversation around beauty that's more elevated and more about beauty as an element of personal style through the lens of, like, various women, right? Not through me. On the beach, you ha- you thought this all together at once. Kind of. Like, I'm not kidding. It really okay, did. Like, a flash. Yes. like inspiration struck like lightning. Yes, it okay. really did. And Did you write it down on anything? No, I just was talking to them, and I, I just felt a sense of conviction. And or you said the word urgency, Jessica, and, like, yeah, I think, like, it's it, it felt very urgent. I was like, this is what needs to exist in the world. There needs to be, like, I would want to read this kind of content. Like, I would want to see amazing, you know, photographs of, like, Jenna Lyons, you know, bathroom cabinet and, like, learn about where Isabel Morant gets her hair colored. Like, mm-hmm. I want the answers to these questions and, like, I want this information. Um, and it didn't exist at the time. So uh, so I, I very quickly launched into the gloss. It took about uh, one month. It's like four weeks. So you went home. You, like, got the domain name, like, yep. from wherever. Got some WordPress yep. action. Yep. And, yep. and you just start. You started, like, I mean, we've all, you know, fans of your website have read, you know, like, you got up early in the morning and you worked on Saturdays mm-hmm. and you went to people. We'll get to who you went to, you know, their houses and everything. But you did this sort of really as, like, a hardcore extracurricular. But it didn't look janky. This was not like, you know... <laughs> I know there's some beautiful WordPress sites out there, but you know, Mm -hmm. this wasn't like, you know, anyone just started this. It looked really, really professional. Well, that's, how did you do that? Yeah. That's all thanks to, um, uh, ITG's co-founder, Michael Harper. So he, who's Michael, he was at Teen Vogue at the time, actually, or not at the time he was at, I think at Nylon. Um, but he's just a Jack of all trades and he, uh, he, he set up the site. He, um, you know, helped design the logo, um, and really worked with me on, bringing to life that like elevated aesthetic that you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, from, from day one. Um, and that was all sort of the, the point of it was to really make beauty, um, not just this like, you know, like ugly stepsister to fashion, which I feel like it's often treated as like, it's Completely. like, it's, Aww. you know, it I is. Think, I think Linda Wells like called it that once or, or maybe Sarah Brown, but I yeah, I feel like we're the nicer side. Well, of it. totally. But I also think there's just a level of like, and I think this comes from like, brands in a way too but I think like 
you know, you're made to feel kind of like frivolous if you're into beauty, you know, mm, like there's this yeah. weird like beauty shaming kind of thing that like is embedded in, I think, like a lot of women where it's this like solitary thing. And now, of course, social media has changed this and YouTube's changed this. And, sure. you know, people, I hope Into the Gloss has changed it. And now there's much more of a like, you know, everyone's an expert and everyone's sharing. And I think that's great, but it hasn't always been that way, you know, and I think that democratization of beauty is something that's only happened in the last, you know, few years, thanks to, you know, the Internet. Um, and uh, and I just wanted to really give beauty a place to take center stage. Yeah. Um, Do you remember your very first post? Yes. So it was actually a, a woman named Nikki Deem who I shot, and that was my first post ever. And she was a publicist at KCD who I, like, you know, <laughs> fangirled over when I saw her outside a fashion show. She had, like, amazing blonde hair, and I think she's Australian. And I just did a quick – took a quick picture of her – did a quick interview of her routine. It's very short and um, and put it up. Thinking back over though all these like long things you've done and top shelf in case nobody's been to Into the Gloss, it's basically where you're, you or someone on your site would go into their bathroom and go through their medicine cabinet and look mm -hmm. at all their beauty products. It's my favorite part of the site. Um, over the years, like which one has been your favorite? Is there any that stands out? Yeah, I think one of them that was so great was um, Iris Apfel, uh, oh my God, who I, I think her. was in her 90s when I interviewed her. Um, Did you just cold call Iris Apfel? I think I got the interview through Mac because she was doing a oh, collaboration yeah, yeah, with yeah. them. My favorite Mac collab. Yeah, ever. it's the best collab. If and you can get it on eBay, it was like it's like flamingo pink lip liner and these like super saturated lipsticks. It's great. Um, so, but yeah, just, just speaking with women, like, you know, from different generations about, you know, what they, I mean, she has some really funny lines in there about mm -hmm. like how to age and kind of like how, like what she doesn't, you know, like who cares about this or right, that. Right, right. Um, so I think, um, yeah, that was definitely a favorite. Jenna Lyons took like four years to get finally. Finally got her. That was a pretty good one. Um, Is there someone? We just put up yesterday, uh, Emma Watson. That was pretty cool. Um, from London. Oh wow! So she she did reads you the go site. to London to do no, that? No, she reads the site. She reached out to us. Um, she reached out yeah, to you. Yeah. Is there somebody that you wanted on the site that you just haven't been able to get yet? A top shelf? Um, probably. I mean, we always really wanted to do Michelle Obama. Oh, Maybe now. Yeah. yeah. Now now she might be open to it. Yeah. I feel like she's having a lot of fun right now. <laughs> like parasailing. Uh, yeah. Um, I have to ask, when did you transition from Schleppy Vogue assistant to this is what I'm doing now? Like, the, it, there's so much interest. Yeah. This is so exciting. I cannot, like, you, take like, another garment bag. When did you quit day job? Yeah. Yes. I, quit, I quit my day job about a year in. Um, and, you know, the plan with Into the Gloss was never really... Like, I, I wanted it to be for, I, I knew it would be successful, but I didn't know what success meant. Meaning, like, I knew I wasn't just writing it for myself. You know, it's not like a diary. So. Yeah, like, when you were on the beach, were you like, you know, mom, dad, like, you know, this was, this is going to be my business? Or were you like, no, I think I just knew it was going to be important to people. Like, I was just thinking, like, this would be something that would be a daily read for me. Like, yeah. it would really, you know, be important. And I didn't know what form or shape that, you know, would take. I was 25. Yeah. I went to art school. I don't have any, like, I didn't go to business school. I barely know how to use Excel. Like, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a numbers, like, business strategy kind of person. Mm -hmm. I just knew that, you know, it needed to exist. Sure. And I felt, like, compelled to make it happen because no one else was 
making it happen. But about a year in, it ha- we had a lot of interest from brands wanting to advertise, wanting to like, you know, do we we were doing you know really good branded uh, partnerships like brand sponsored content, you know, mm-hmm. having a lot of fun with that, working with brands like NARS and Sally Hansen. They were some of our best um, clients and collaborators, helping them translate their products into into the world, like bring new products into the mm-hmm. world and help kind of add context. I think that's what Into the Gloss yeah. did so well is like and does so well is like provide this great context. Um, and and so when we when you know that was going on, I, I I had to sort of make a choice. Like do you know you want to follow this? And I didn't know exactly, you know, we had ideas about where it would go, but certainly didn't know it would go to become Glossier and, you know, yeah. oh, wow. but but I just followed it you know it was one of those things I think I just saw like some inspirational quote on Instagram that was like you don't need to see the whole ladder you just need to take the first step like it was kind of that moment a year in where I was like all right I'm there's enough here that Mm -hmm. you know there's enough traction I'm gonna just go for it right yeah obviously you know there you know there's so many lines like you've seen them because you were doing into the gloss and like I'm sure you thought like really hard before you decided to launch another line Mm -hmm. What space did you think you needed to fill? So this is a good question. Um, the space that I needed to fill, I could answer this a few different ways, but the most authentic way is to just um, explain the sweatshirt I'm wearing right now, which says it's a gray sweatshirt. It says Glossier across the front. And obviously I'm biased and obviously I work there. So I, I really like the brand. But I remember at the time... Um, just thinking, I really wish there was a beauty brand whose sweatshirt I wanted to wear. <laughs> it's a good way to put it, though. But, like, lots of people would wear, like, a sweatshirt that said Chanel or a sweatshirt that said Dior. So, yeah, but like, think about the brands you just described. Those are fashion-first brands. Those yeah. are lifestyle brands. Yeah, I'm those not about are, to be like those a are, London. Those are heritage lifestyle brands that connote, like, a certain amount of status, prestige, like, overall like glamour, cool. They have runway shows with Raph Mm -hmm. Simmons. Like that's a lifestyle fashion brand. Right. So think about, you know, would you, would you wear a sweatshirt said Clinique? Would you wear a sweatshirt said Rimmel London? You're asking the wrong person actually. I mean, I I don't (laughs) know. And and not to knock these brands, but I just think, you know, you know, the idea of a, uh, the thing I really wanted to to think about was like, is there a brand who's like values and sort of like lifestyle they're kind of like promoting? Um, does it reflect and sort of like inspire today's woman? Or did you really are, think about the sweatshirt first? Yeah, the sweatshirt was literally the first thing I thought of. Okay, so it, it was just like how you know I just felt very out of I felt left out. Like as a consumer, I felt left out from brands. I felt right. like not I actual felt, products, but no, branding. not pr- exactly. Right. That's okay, the, products, That's the products like cool like I you know I there are definitely great products that I really respond to but I didn't help make them you know I didn't I didn't have any say in it I didn't uh you know I maybe they're just kind of being sold to me like the brand doesn't care if I take it or leave it you know like Mm -hmm. I just felt this sort of disconnect between um the brand and me as the customer right? right like like maybe I don't relate to their marketing right like maybe it's all about like billowing in the wind silk like yeah. whatever and I'm like yeah but that's like not me so I just felt like you know there should really be this a beauty brand that 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 a modern beauty brand that like starts today on the internet in this in the channels that women you know actually communicate on mm-hmm. that wants to involve them and does involve them in every you know step of the way and really cares about you know providing them with like what they ask for, you know, mm-hmm. be it our milky jelly cleanser that we, you know, crowdsourced or our prime moisturizer that we got thousands of comments on from ingredients, you know, mm-hmm. like 
like, let's have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Let's like open this thing up and let's create something we're really proud of and, right. and something you want to like wrap, right. Or something right. you want to wear as part of like your, your outfit because you live, we, we share the same values, right. And we like speak in the same way and we, you know, we're not talking down to you and we're not like trying to sell you. Like we're not trying to like, you know, bait and switch you or like, yeah. you know, what like, would those values be? I mean, for us, like, I mean, our, our biggest value is just inclusivity. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think, like, you know, as someone who grew up loving fashion yeah, and loving the brands you just mentioned and loving beauty products, um, I couldn't afford, you know, like, high fashion, like, y- y- stuff. And I, even though I worked at Vogue, it's like I wasn't really a Vogue girl. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I admire that stuff, but I felt like there's an exclusivity that just, like, isn't cutting it for me these days. Sure. Yeah. Like, not just from even d- designers and, like, luxury right like there's this I think I think I I really wanted to think about Glossier as a way to like turn turn all those sort of like widely held kind of rules and beliefs about like what luxury means and what like a luxury experience means like turn like flip it around right like you can have a amazing moisturizer that's the same quality as an $80 like you know like a moisturizer for $25 and we made one like we did it right and it has sick branding and like you know like comes with stickers and like gets to you right away and like you, you know what I mean and and so trying to kind of translate like the best of beauty into something that's like really approachable and really inclusive to me is like a really fun project it's like it's like Mm -hmm. why do you have to play the game of the beauty industry and kind of like you know like think that you know the more it costs the more you want it like all these things that I didn't even realize I was thinking about as a customer you you know responded to you came to a point though where investors came on board Mm -hmm. and maybe you're like sort of at this point still where like we made some great we created a great brand and you did all that stuff Mm -hmm. and then there were a few products but you're at a point where it's like, are, do you ever feel struggle of, well, now I have investors on board and I could make 50 more products. No, they don't even, more... they don't even want us to. And well, do you ever like struggle though? Like, I don't know if we really need to make this product right now. Absolutely. All the time. Or you we cancel, won't make it we cancel you... products all the time. Like I'll come in or someone will mm-hmm. say at the last minute, like, mm, this isn't working. What's like, like a product you've canceled and why would you cancel um, it? What were we working on? What could we have yeah, gotten our hands totally. on? Totally. So, so before Milky Jelly Cleanser, we were trying to make a um, cleansing water. We were trying to make like a... Like a micellar kind yeah, of water? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And we like... It just wasn't, we couldn't even make anything that was better than bioderma craline. Like that's, right. we were just like, why would we even try? Like, that's like the gold standard. Like why, you know what I mean? Even if you knew you could have sold like how Totally, totally. So we didn't make it. Um, we, we did a bunch of submissions. We didn't do it. Uh, we've been working on a mascara for like, since we launched and we just keep, can't, we just keep. Those are hard. Yeah, they're hard. And we just keep, I mean, we've Hence had, our name. <laughs> we've had so many submissions that like could be okay. And like probably people would like them, but we just weren't proud of them. That's so funny. Yeah. So you many know? brands I've talked to with mascara, like, yeah. well, we knew we just had to come out with it. At a no, point we, can, we were supposed to launch it last year. It's and one we, of the most difficult products to Totally. Make. So like we, we are literally going all over the world, like figuring out how to introduce something that like is, you know, better than what's out there. And that like actually like meets, her needs so I think we're in the meantime what mascara are you using um I've been using Kevin Aquan's volume mascara it's a tubing mascara oh people go bananas I use a tubing mascara yeah. too the blink one I like that one and so but anyway we're really like purists right because we're editors so like we started our background as beauty editors just like you guys so like we're not going to put stuff out that we don't feel is like best in class like right. we just what's the point it's just that would be like soul crushing you know like 
I don't know. It's like putting out shitty content. Like, who wants to put out shitty content, you know? Um, so we put out great things, and, and the way that we grow is by um, trying to spread the word. And our and our and the good news is that, you know, we um, have had a ton of growth and hopefully will continue to have a growth growth just through word of mouth. Our customers are really happy. Like, they, they love the product. They tell their friends. Um, and I think that's the best way of doing things. Is are like, your customers completely by word of mouth? Does that mean you're going completely, not completely by word of mouth? But like last year was like 90% not like paid marketing. Oh, actually, so, no, you guys did like a subway takeover. We did I remember that. that. Yep. yep. Um, and then you, I know you had like the pop-up, but it was very like New York based for a bit. Yeah. And then I know mm-hmm. you, we just had the Oscars and you, um, had the cloud yeah. paint on some celebrities? Yeah, um, Chrissy Teigen was wearing Chrissy it, right? Teigen. Among other, there was a bunch. Yeah. yeah, Taraji Henson. I, you know, I realize Instagram is global, but mm-hmm. like, I thought of you guys as very like New York based for a bit, and now with, I was really surprised. But I was like, oh, they're going like you know national. They're going global with the so, Oscars. Is this yeah. very intentional? Yeah. So I think so. This is a great question. So um, Glossier is pr- very purposefully in this world because we want it to be for everyone. Like mm-hmm. that's like the whole, that's that's like why we're here, right? Like we want Glossier to be like Nike, right? Where like uh, everyone wow. around the world can be united by this like swoosh. And there can be like a kid in, you know, the Middle East wearing like a swoosh hat and like a guy in Silicon Valley wearing a swoosh hat, right? But like it, it means something about like the way you live your life and like the way you uh, like sort of like yeah, the way you go about, you know, taking on challenges or, um, and Glossier to me really stands for like being proud of where you're at every day. And I think like every woman is on a journey and it's not about a final picture of perfection. It's not Mm -hmm. about which many beauty companies paint and say like, if you get all of these things, someday you can look like this. Mm -hmm. And we're like, actually, why don't you tell us about like what you like right now? And like that might change tomorrow and you might have a zit today and not tomorrow. And I think just that kind of like present moment awareness is something that we all, well, I don't know, I aspire to cultivate like in myself and yeah. kind of like share like where I'm at with people. This is that feel, meme, Beyonce is Nars and Solange is Glossier. Yeah, I mean, so so I think to answer your question about like being everywhere, being New York, yeah. we have no desire to be niche. We have no desire to only be for like, you know, girls in Brooklyn, right? right. Like we want to be for the girl in Ohio who, who wants to be proud of where she's at every day. We want to be for the girl in LA who wants to be proud. Like we want to be for the girl in, you know, Europe and around the world. I think that's, that would be, I think that's news to some people because I think some people think that Glossier is kind of a cool niche groovy thing but I think that as you guys expand you know that that will change and I read I was reading an article with you and you described Glossier as a lifestyle brand I was like what the hell does that mean you know I mean mm-hmm. I've heard I hear that term a lot but I hear it used by like somebody who's expanding into like eyeglass frames and like mm-hmm. cashmere throws mm-hmm. so for you it's more of a philosophy is that what you're saying yeah I think it's it's philosophical. not so much that, you got, that you're making you know throws no and I mean socks. we make I mean look we we, we um, have you know a lot of dreams about yeah. um, what Glossier could become I think We've always been category agnostic, so um, we believe you know skincare is just as important as makeup, is just as important as fragrance, is just as important as you know like we believe in making like things that people want and, and need. Mm-hmm. And so where that will take us in ten or twenty years time, 
you know, I there actually, will be Glossier socks. I actually don't know, but Dr- for driving sure, we're, no, for sure we're a beauty company, right? But people mm-hmm. ask us for you know, amazing, like crazy things. They ask us for like hairbrushes. They ask us for tools. They ask us for really, yeah. I mean, people, people. These are your customers, right? Who're like our customers, you? yeah. Wow. So our customers like know that the Glossier version of X is like gonna look good. It's gonna be functional. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like good quality. It's very flattering. I would love to be asked that. I think. Yeah, and and I think um, so. For us, it's just, I mean, for sure we're a beauty company, but lifestyle to me means like the way you live your life. And I think like, you know, there there hasn't necessarily, brands have suggested a lot of philosophies around how to use their products. And they're usually incredibly uh, narrow-minded. It's usually mm-hmm. like, use our products and that's all. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. buy every single product from our range and we're going to like assume you just don't buy any other ones. And you know, they try and sell you on the entire thing. And for us, I would, we are a hundred percent more interested in helping women cultivate their own eye and their own routine. Some of which is Glossier, some of which is Chanel, some of which is, you know, like, I think that's great. It's very confident. It shows confidence. Yeah. But it's, but that's, but that's just the way things are. Like why pretend otherwise? Like that's just the way women shop and like what they should be doing is like, figuring out what works for them, learning, talking to their friends. Like we, so when I say lifestyle, it's like, that's the lifestyle of beauty. That's the way we approach beauty. And that's the way we, and we're not, we're not coming up with that. We're just reflecting it. That's the way women are already behaving. I love beauty, so I am willing to experiment when it comes to, say, makeup or new lip color. But with hair care, if I find something that actually works, I do not need to mess around and keep trying other things. For me, lately, that's been Vegamore, a line designed to make your hair and scalp visibly healthier. Jess and I started using Vegamore about 10 months ago now. I've been using the Grow Serum, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but my hair is growing faster than ever. It's not just growing longer, it's thicker too. Like people have been noticing and telling me how great it looks. And I'm not gonna lie, I kind of love when people notice my hair. I use the Vegamore Grow Hair Serum and their revitalizing shampoo and conditioner, but I have to mention that you should not sleep on their dry shampoo. It's great for in-between wash days, but it doesn't build up like some other dry shampoos and it smells really good too. If you get one of Vegamore value kits like the Grow Essentials kit or the Everyday kit, which actually has the dry shampoo I was talking about, you can try more than one amazing product at a great savings. And when you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save even more and you never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. If you want gorgeous, healthy hair, the key is consistency and Vegamore makes it easy. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. Give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, Fat Mascara listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash fatmascara and using the code fatmascara at checkout. That's vegamore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash fatmascara, code fatmascara to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R, vegamore.com slash fatmascara, code fatmascara. You'll 
know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allomoves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. You work with a female-led investment board, right? Mm-hmm. How important, like, is that to you? Was that very intentional? Was that, or is that very like, intentional. a happy accident? No, very, very intentional. Um, so vent- we're venture capital backed. So, you know, our some of our investors are invested in Instagram um, and other technology companies, and uh, also investors in Warby Parker and um, uh, Honest Company, right? Um, and that's a it's a crazy world, this venture capital world, um, and especially for someone like me who, as I said earlier, doesn't really do math and like, you know, uh, is much more interested in customers and like women and their stories. Um, and only, I mean, this is the craziest thing that I learned is only 4% of venture capitalists are female. Whoa. That's lame. Yeah. And that's wow. down from, I think, 7% like five years ago. Wow. So it's a really male dominated industry controlling money that is going to mostly male founders um, and and mostly male founders who are founding companies that mostly women are spending money on. Right. <laughs> so, um, so 
there are a handful of uh, women in the Valley who um, are venture capitalists, and we were lucky enough to work with Kirsten Green, um, who led our seed round of uh, funding. She put um, she led a round of two million dollars back in two thousand thirteen to build Glossier, um, and it was no more than an idea on a you know like sheet of paper, and it was like a, a prayer and a dream, <laughs> um, and. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm super grateful to her. And I, how I, many employees were you then? Probably like six. And now we're 82. Jeez. Yeah. Let's like do your top shelf a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like we're here to talk. We're, we love beauty. Mm-hmm. We want to do what you do with women or you did back in the day before you were running this big company. Like what if we go into your bathroom other than Glossier, what are we going to find? Some Kevin Aquan mascara. Yeah, so... Yeah. What's um, on your eyes? So it's... And we so this amazing gray thing yeah, on your eyes I'm, today. I'm wearing like a... It's a sample. <gasps> it's like a steely blue gray, though. It's, it's gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super into it. Yeah. Um, cloud paint for eyes. It's yeah. coming. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, it's not coming. I'm sure I'll come up with a much better name. Um, Storm cloud. <laughs> so what am I wearing now? Don't quit your day job. <laughs> so basically, I'm like wearing a ton of samples of stuff we're working on. Skincare. Um, uh, so what's in my cabinet? My top shelf. So I wear um, Priming Moisturizer Rich. Uh, that's my like current moisturizer. I also love our original Priming Moisturizer. Um, I alternate with a couple different cleansers. I use, so this is a fun tip. <laughs> I use Milky Jelly Cleanser by Glossier as a vagina wash. Oh. Because it's pH balanced. There's, it's fragrance free. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first time I, someone said vagina. No, we said vagina wash like 20 I don't times. Know, what are you from what Orange is the New Black went all into vagina What do you washes. say? Vag wash? Like, what do you say? Feminine no, hygiene? I don't want to say feminine No, It's vagina wash. Well, vagina is like inside. It's like vulva okay. wash. Yeah, that's even weirder. Like, <laughs> it just made it very weird. Keep going. It's keep going. Wash. I love okay, it. Okay, but it's pH no, balanced. It's, it's, yeah. And so that works really well. Um, that's a great hack. Yeah, it's a great hack. I don't think I'm officially allowed to, like, endorse that because we didn't like test it for that use off-label use yes off-label use um (laughs) let's see what else oh for my face i wash with no i'm kidding i i switch yeah no i switch it's very multi-purpose it's very multi-purpose takes off mascara non-waterproof mascara super well um i also really like tracy martin amla purifying cleanser it's like an enzyme um gel cleanser that's really good my skin's like sensitive and blackheady I guess so like that works well um I really do you like, get facials from her is that no I don't I don't like I just discovered that cleanser and I've bought mm. it like five times like four times which um, is a big deal for beauty editors yeah, totally. just so you know yeah I replenish I use milk I go through milky jelly milky jelly is also another beauty hack is uh it's really good for shaving so a lot of like guys wow, steal that I could see yeah nice. guys use it um yeah uh so I use those two cleansers in the shower um I like our priming moisturizer a lot um our primary moisturizer rich a lot, especially because it's like kind of cold right now, but it's super comforting um, and calms down redness, and I get very red, so that's helpful. Um, I use Perfecting Skin Tint by Glossier in medium, um, so I kind of smother that like all over my face, and I call it spandex for your face because it just kind of like it's like your face is a Picasso and it's like all like cubist <laughs> and all over the place after you wash it and it's all blotchy and red and like puffy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just put perfecting skin tint everywhere on top of your moisturizer and it kind of like like seals it and nice. sort of like lifts and tightens. All of a sudden you're like composed. I, I just guess. pictured the cartoon version of that, that's and I loved it in my head. Yeah, analogy. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've so that's a that's a mainstay. Um, I use our sunscreen that's coming out soon. Makeup wise, uh, I use 
um, stretch concealer in medium by Glossier. I use Kevin Aucoin mascara in the volume mascara in black. Um, I use clear boy brow. I got off the brown boy brow and now I'm doing clear. So I don't want as much like filling in. Um, what else do I use on my face? Uh, I use... We could do hair. Oh, okay. You don't make hair products okay. yet, do you? No, we don't. And I, and I also use... But I'm trying to think if I use anything else on my face. I use Arm & Hammer deodorant, like men's deodorant with like a eucalyptus scent. I tried all the natural ones and I just like can't... I just sweat. I just sweat like a maniac. Like, it's unbelievable. I don't, I don't like this. I don't smell, but I'm still wet. I yeah. just want... I don't want to be yeah. smelly or wet. So, um, <laughs> what else do I use? Um, Hair-wise, you got any favorites? You're still on your face. I love I this. Use, She's like, I'm doing it. No, I'm doing it. I use IS Clinical. I've been starting. I, I, I can't really get down with eye cream. Like, I can't find an eye cream that I feel compelled to keep using over and over again. I, I sort of just use, it's, like, whatever, whatever's around. What do you exfoliate with? Do you exfoliate? Mm, I exfoliate with, like, P, with chemical exfoliants. So I'll do, like, Paula's Choice, BHA1, the liquid one, or I'll do, like, P50. Um, oh, P50 tears me up. Yeah, the Biologique Recherche. I, yeah. I got really it's red. It's tough. Um, but no, otherwise I don't really exfoliate. You know what I do like as an exfoliating product? Um, Shaney Darden, the facialist in LA, has a product called Retinol Reform. Everyone's talking about this. So I use it at night Everyone's from time to time. And I used to like, although now it makes my skin feel very tight, but I wore it for like a year. I used to use it and I loved it. It was Sunday Riley Good Jeans, which oh, yeah, is another yeah, yeah. lactic acid um, serum, like overnight serum. Mm -hmm. So that worked for a while and then suddenly it just like was too strong for me. Maybe mm -hmm. my skin like got down to the bottom layer and just like I peeled it all off like nothing left <laughs> so gross um for hair from a product perspective I'm exceptionally low maintenance like meaning like I don't put products. yeah like I wash my hair and I put conditioner in it I like the Christophe Robin like uh ash brown conditioner uh -huh. which is expensive um and I use the I'll use any shampoo I'll use like my husband shampoo, I'll use like ho like hotel shampoo, I'll use whatever. From a color and cut perspective, I'm extremely high maintenance. So I I discovered on a trip to Copenhagen, uh, I've been there three times in the last year because I love the city so much. Mm -hmm. um, and I discovered this like hair colorist there who did like the best baby highlights in the entire world. And I will go back to Copenhagen wow. just to get like, I mean, not just because I do a lot of things while I'm there. It's like my favorite place to vacation. But I'm scheduling it around. Who's my the colorist? Hair. Yeah, so her name out. is Me M I E, and she works at um, Kim Mahoney Studio in Copenhagen. It's like C I M. They have their they have products, right? Not yet, but they oh, do work a lot yes. with this brand called Less Is More, which is like an organic, like an obscure oh, organic yeah. German or Austrian hair yeah. product line, and they make a really nice salt spray. They make really beautiful products, actually. Also expensive, like yeah. these products. Um, they make less a, is more is very expensive. Less is more is of expensive, it is. but it's because it's Christ. I mean it's all organic and it's like you know mm -hmm. I don't know farm to table shampoo like I, I don't know what it <laughs> I is want that. I don't know but otherwise I I don't really put any styling products in my hair or anything like that. Right. What about fragrance? Fragrance? Oh yeah, we're perfume people. Okay, so I'm a big Lolabo and Barreto fan. So I've, I go through sort of phases with perfume. Um, we're also working on a perfume. <gasps> Stop. Mm. And I can say no you more heard than it that. Here first. I can say no more oh, than that. I already have ideas in my head of what it would be. But it is. Can Does I say it smell can like? I say the yes, we already have the explicit. It is fucking, it is fucking uh, amazing. It's Does really it smell great. like millennial pink? I Glossier can't pink? tell you what it smells like, but it's really good. And um, I've been wearing that for a while. I'm not wearing it right now, but uh, we are 
Oh, uh, the ones I've worn in the past. Yes. I, I really like La Labo's um, Gayak 10. It's their LA scent. I just discovered that today. It's Someone was wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. So they do these city specific. Yeah. Um, and she was like, it's the city one. Yeah. So and it's she LA. delicious. And I like that one. And I also really like, uh, mm, I was going to say a cord oud. That's burrito. I like, I've worn yeah. that for a while. And do you burn a candle in the gloss? Yes, always we do. So what we is it? burn in the, the showroom house upstairs, which is our. So we're in Soho. We have mm-hmm. uh, three floors. We're on the second and uh, two and three are our offices. The penthouse was our original office, and now it's converted into our first store. Fab. So it's seven days a week. Um, it's there. You can learn about the hours. Glossier.com backslash showroom. I think we'll I put a wrong. link. We'll put um, but uh, it's packed. I just came from there. It's like bananas. How busy it, it's getting and. Um, we burn Burning Rose by Barreto. That's okay. that's the one we burn in the oh. showroom. And in our offices, we actually give to all of our employees on their first anniversary a Santal by Lalabo candle with their name on it. That's oh, with their adorable. name on it. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah. So that's our... So there's 82 burning Lalabo candles. Well, no, in they usually take them <laughs> take home. Take it home, yeah. They take them For home. For sure. <laughs> but that's our one-year gift. But it's funny because we actually just... Uh, we, our tech team, we were outgrowing our office, um, and our tech team uh, set up in a WeWork up the street. And I'm sure you're not allowed to burn candles, but I sent over a burning rose candle and was like, guys, don't burn the place down. Like, do yeah. it discreetly. But, but we but need feel the vibe. The Glossier, like, you know, employees and team love a vibe. Like, we yeah. love an ambiance. Like, we're a very creative group. Even our tech group, which is like over 50% female, like, which That's is very cool. rare for a tech team. Um, we love a vibe. We've got Aesop uh, hand soap and cream in our bathrooms That's at work. That's very expensive to replenish yeah but it's worth it like we're we're very scrappy as a team we really are i'm not kidding we order for example like domino's pizza like you know anytime it's like you know happy hour or whatever group dinner domino's is like our favorite thing but at the same time we like have aesop like (laughs) shamp like you know (laughs) high low soap high low but who doesn't love you're speaking our language i'm into it you know yeah i mean that makes work so much better like having a (laughs) domino's and aesop hands yeah i love it you've said it all We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening.